Welcome to day 243 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul here with David, Matt, and Cindy. So we continue in our third season together, uh, the story of the prophets. We've come to a, a section uh, in Scripture you know, called Lamentations, which is a, an expression, a prayer expression that was you know common to the people of Hebrew, uh, where they take their grief and register their complaints you know, before the Lord. And, of course, the heart of this is that they resolve their complaints in the Lord. And the way that Limitations is built, we've talked about this you know, in every one of our readings. There's five poems, and the middle poem is the theological heart, where it talks about because of the great, you know, Lord's great love, we're not consumed. Uh, you know, His mercies never fail. They're new every morning. And then uh, the heart that he will not always abandon, but he will restore his people. So that's the heart of it. But as we move, you know, from the edges, you know, chapters, you know, one and two and chapters four and five, uh, we move into the harshness of the grief uh, of the moment. So we need to keep the middle in mind as we read the end, because the end, you know, the end is pointing us back to the middle, you know, where these things are resolved. In God. So we're in Lamentations, you know, chapter five, our last day in the book of Lamentations. I think we go to Obadiah, you know, next week. So mm-hmm. look forward to that on Monday. As always, we've given you a psalm to read in the weekend, and uh, we hope you'll join us for worship to be encouraged in the word as we reflect on God's character and sing his praises and turn our hearts, you know, to him as a family together in, in worship. Before we read this, this also is an act of worship, something we, we're doing community as staff, and we also, since we're doing community with you whenever you uh, you know, turn on the podcast, uh, it's a joy for us to think in this moment about reading with, with our family together and exploring God's Word together and being transformed into His people. Uh, so before we read, um, as always, we, we pause we realize the gravity of the moment or the privilege of the moment to come into God's presence uh, for him to take his word and through his spirit continue his work in us. So, Cindy, would you lift us up uh, before we read? Sure. Father, we do acknowledge the gravity of the moment when we enter your presence, enter the presence of your word, Father. We just ask that um, you would, as you so faithfully do for us, um, teach us, encourage us, Father, exhort us, convict us of sin, all the things needed in our hearts, Lord, that you know um, precisely how to to provide. And so ask, Father, that we read with eyes wide open and that your Spirit would teach us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Lamentations 5. Remember, Lord, what has happened to us. Look and see our disgrace. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We have become fatherless. Our mothers are widows. We must buy the water we drink. Our wood can be had only at a price. Those who pursue us are at our heels. We are weary and we find no rest. We submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough bread. Our ancestors sinned and are no more. And we bear their punishment. Slaves rule over us and there is no one to free us from their hands. We get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the sword in the desert. Our skin is hot as an oven, feverish from hunger. Women have been violated in Zion and virgins in the town of Judah. 
Princes have hung, been hung up by their hands. Elders are shown no respect. Young men toil at the millstones. Boys stagger under the loads of wood. The elders are gone from the city gate. The young men have stopped their music. Joy is gone from our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The crowns have fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. Because of his heart, and because our because of this, our hearts are faint. Because of these things, our eyes grow dim. From Mount Zion, which lies desolate with jackals prowling over it. You, Lord, reign forever. Your throne endures from generation to generation. Why do you always forget us? Why do you forsake us so long? Restore us to yourself, Lord, that we may return. Renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and are angry with us beyond measure. Doesn't exactly end you know, on a hopeful note, uh, although the hope is that the nation will return to the Lord and, and seek the renewal that only he can bring as in the days of the old. And of course, a beautiful picture of the hope that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the hope we have in Christ is not simply that we're forgiven of our sins and our mm-hmm. eternal destiny is secure, but that he, he renews us and that he restores us and he gives us, you know, a heart for himself. And so you see the, the thrust of the new covenant is he, he cleanses us by sprinkling clean water on us. He gathers us as his people. He takes away a hardness of our heart and gives us a heart that's responsive to him. Gives us a spirit, you know, or an inclination to know him, puts his spirit in us and, and moves us, you know, to desire the things that he desires for us. And in mm-hmm. desiring his righteousness, we are deeply satisfied in him. So the gospel is far more you know, uh, powerful than that. And you just have to love that simple, you know, idea of being restored mm-hmm. and renewed uh, in Christ. Well, I was even thinking as we read this, I mean, all the the sadness we see here, it really is almost in a sense just reversed in Christ, you know, that in Christ we, we do receive an inheritance that can't be lost. You know, we're no longer fatherless. Just all these the burdens and the weariness are, are lifted. Um, the joy that was once gone from the mm-hmm. hearts is restored to the hearts. And so mm-hmm. everything that you see like, man, this is so sad. It also becomes reversed in, in Christ. And so mm-hmm. just uh, as I was reading it, you know, just a kind of a crazy thing to think about all that we've been given in Jesus. And mm-hmm. I don't yeah. always reflect on it as deeply as. No, as we, we don't. We take it for granted because we live in, 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 the, in the middle of it. And we've you know, failed to see its you know its grandeur because uh, you know we we set our eyes and our hearts on other things, even even that little line we must buy water we drink, or you know wood that you know, can be had only at a price. And of course the invitation is the new Jerusalem comes as you know come and eat bread without cost mm-hmm. and drink freely from the water of life. Uh, and so beautiful images of here in their desperation they can't even you know get a morsel of bread and yet God in His richness abundantly provides you know for our needs you see that in, in the garden in the beginning and you see that in the new heavens and the earth in the end and of course we experience in christ you know right now who richly provides you know for all of our needs and it's so sad because you do see um the repercussions of sin of course this has been a nation that you know, rebelled and sinned. And so in verse 7, it says, Our ancestors sinned and are no more. So they're gone. They're off the scene. But they continue to bear, you know, the results of punishment. And so you see this idea yeah. of maybe generational sin or that a whole nation can't just shift that 
quickly sin, you know, sin is a big deal. Yeah. Punishment is a big deal. That's what was, one of the things yeah. that stood to me as we read it was, you know, twice it talks about, you know, it says verse seven, our ancestors sinned and are mm-hmm. no more and we bear their punishment. But mm-hmm. then in verse 16, you have that turn, the crown has fallen from our head, woe to us for we have sinned. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the the destruction that sin brings, you know, we tend to mm-hmm. look at sin as just kind of... You, you've said it this way, like a ticky-tack things that we do or mm-hmm. the little trivial, you know, rules that we break. Mm-hmm. And we don't see the destruction that, that it, you know, mm-hmm. reaps, mm-hmm. Uh, both in our relationship with God, but then in our relationship with one another. And the Lamentations gives us a, a portrait of the destruction of sin, not just the sin of our ancestors, sin of those around us, certainly that, mm-hmm. but our sin as well. When you kind of see in the full measure of what sin does. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to hope and restoration, and it, it can and a us, cry. You know, it can lead us to mm-hmm. hope and, and restoration, which is the effect that it should have had on yeah. Israel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, in, in the end, it did not. And in the end, you know, God, you know, judged them as a nation. And you know, and, and obviously to this day, they have not returned to the glory, mm-hmm. you know, that they once experienced. You know, when they wore the crowns on their heads. And all that. In verse, you know, six, you hear these words: "We submitted to Egypt and Assyria." To get enough bread, mm-hmm. you know, so far. why not? You know, what you need to hear from Israel is we mm-hmm. humbled ourselves before the Lord and he provided us abundantly, you know, with, with bread to eat. What a sad state of where they were looking and what they find and where they look. Yeah. Uh, we were doing a reading, you know, this morning in one of our leadership cohorts said when we abandon God, we usually do so in an attempt to get more out of life. But we find out mm-hmm. that the more we thought we had is actually so much less. Yeah. And, and there is a real picture of so much less that you mm. submit to these great powers, put your hope in them, and barely find a morsel of bread. And if there's a picture of idolatry and of sin, that, that that's that's a big one. Well, isn't it fitting, you know, thinking of that idea of bread. We submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough bread. We get our bread at the risk of our lives. And then yet you hear the words of Jesus teaching us to pray, give us our daily bread. You know, that there is one who is greater than Egypt and Assyria. There's one who... Mm-hmm. knows the risk to our lives and he invites us to come and you know ask him for daily bread mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and of course you have you know again in the end you know, restore us to yourself you know that we may return renew our days as of old and unless you've utterly reject us and are angry with us beyond mm-hmm. measure and, and of course the confidence you know we have in him is the Lord is you know, gracious and compassionate, and so you know he abounds in you know, in mercy and slow to anger, and he he will not always treat us as our sins deserve. That he is a God who is compassionate and, and a God who desires to restore us, and we've experienced that compassion and restoration, you know, in Christ Jesus. Well, it's been a fun week <laughs> lamenting with you yes. with you guys and complaining, so you know, with with you guys, mm. experiencing very real, you know, emotions that we sure. we for for you know for much less reason, uh, you know, we can sometimes be very dramatic about this as though our woes, as small as they are, as big, mm-hmm. you know, as, as the woes that Israel experienced. But even even in our woes, we do have a place to turn. And we have a hope to turn to mm-hmm. uh, because of the Lord's great love. We're not consumed. And, and I love the way, you know, that uh, Jeremiah says this, this. This I call the mind right in the middle of that. That's one thing I need to remind myself. Uh, you know, great is your faithfulness and your mercies are new 
every morning. Mm-hmm. I love it. Father, thank you for a week in your word with your people. Uh, thank you for the beauty uh, of the poetry. But beyond that, we thank you for the beauty of the God uh, that is right at the center of this, this work. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you desire to do. Uh, we, we be a people, uh, unlike so many of the past, uh, who have ears that are willing to hear and uh, eyes that are willing to see and hearts that are willing to return. And that we know that's not a work we do. That's a work you do in mm-hmm. us. And so we expect it and we wait on you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.